My favorite is called Icy Lavender Lemonade, which is yellow. There's Pink Elephant, which is like millennial pink. And then there's two called Random Thoughts and Pickup Sticks. And then there's just the regular, what I'm calling nude. Even though they may sound like ice cream flavors, those names are actually the colors of cardboard bookcases created by Dara Shayer's startup, built out of paper. On the day they debuted, we sat down with Dara to learn more about her story. From Atlanta, it's Peach and Prosperity. We tell stories of local founders building companies and ideas. On today's show, Furniture Done Differently. How after moving for years, Dara Shayer designed her ideal, lightweight, and sustainable furniture, the story of her first product, a cardboard bookshelf, and her vision for the future of flexible furniture. Boop is a cardboard furniture company. We stand for Built Out of Paper. And essentially, we are making temporary furniture easier, better, and greener. So you get a box shipped flat to your doorstep, and Cargit is mostly air, so it's super lightweight. You can easily bring it up the stairs with no problem. And then it goes together in minutes with no tools or nails needed, and you keep it for as long as you want. And then when you're done, you just recycle it with your normal paper recycling. So... After you've enjoyed the shelf life of your bookcase, the environmental footprint is minimal. We learned from Dara that recycling one ton of paper saves up to 31 trees, 4,000 kilowatt hours of energy, 1.7 barrels of oil, and 4.5 cubic yards of landfill space. Don't forget the 7,000 gallons of water. That's an impressive impact made in Georgia. But the inspiration for a company began in the Big Apple. Basically, I was my target consumer. So I'm from New York. After college, I moved back to Brooklyn and kept getting priced out of my apartments. <laughs> I was there for like seven years and I moved five times. It was always to like a fifth floor walk-up apartment. The process of moving and getting furniture every single time was just such a huge hassle. There was a point at which I was living like less than a mile away from the Brooklyn Ikea and it still took me like a week to get my furniture. I had to pay for delivery. I had to take days off of work. And then I first had to go bring it up the stairs and put it together myself. There was always this like hassle of procuring temporary furniture in my head. And then to me, the worst part was that because this furniture is inexpensive, you don't feel like paying a mover to move it the next time you move. It probably wouldn't even make the trip anyway. So every single time I moved, my furniture would just get thrown out and it just goes straight to the landfill. There's no way to recycle it whatsoever. This is not a unique problem. So many people had this problem. Listening to her story, I could relate. I moved a few times during my tenure in New York City and it was always a major headache. Sound familiar, Dad? I think I still get headaches now. And let's not forget our adventures buying some of your furniture on Craigslist and schlepping it to your apartment. Oh, yeah. It's hard to block that memory of carrying a nightstand at a bookshelf on a New York City public bus. The funny thing about it, no one seemed to notice us. Yeah, it's funny. I remember that, too. We definitely had to get creative when it came to how to move your stuff. In fact, the average American moves 
not once, not twice, but 11 times. So it's a topic that many of us have to think about often. To learn more about how Dara is solving these moving woes, we sat down with her at one of our favorite Atlanta venues, Switchyard's Downtown Club. This historic building has a modern focus to create beautiful startups for consumers. In February, Dara pitched Built Out of Paper at their monthly consumer show. I love Atlanta. It's my adoptive city and I love it. So the reason why I came to Atlanta was to get my MBA at Emory. Didn't think I was going to stay in Atlanta, but completely fell in love with it and have now been here a year since. This was actually the ideal place for me to start this business, I think. The startup community here is just amazing. I mean, we're sitting in switchyards right now. Where else does a space dedicated to consumer product startups exist where people are so friendly and will let you use a random conference room when you need it? I think that the networking in Atlanta is amazing. There's people are just so unbelievably generous with their time. There hasn't been a single person that I wanted to speak to that wouldn't put me on their calendar, which I feel like doesn't happen elsewhere. And what I didn't know when I came here was that Atlanta is kind of the corrugate capital of America. So a lot of like the big players are here, like Georgia Pacific and a lot of the trees that are used for it are grown here. So this was actually the ideal place to headquarter a business like this. Historically, Atlanta has been a hub for paper manufacturing, with multiple mills built along streams around the city, dating back to the 1820s. Today, roads are named for them. I actually grew up along one of those roads, Paper Mill, where the ruins of the Marietta Paper Mill remain protected by the Chattahoochee River National Recreation Area. Today, Atlanta continues to be a leading hub for forest products and paper industries, with three of the largest companies headquartered here, Westrock, Georgia Pacific Corporation, and Pratt. In addition, Georgia Tech has a department devoted to studying this topic. Well, it's called the Institute of Paper Science and Technology. So when Dara set out to find a manufacturer, she actually didn't have to travel very far. They're made in America. They're actually made in Conyers, Georgia, which is about 25 minutes from my house. It's made by this wonderful small business. They're not one of the big guys I mentioned earlier, but they're a very substantial business and they are entrepreneurial in nature, which I really appreciate. And I think they get the idea. They like the direction this is going in. And they've been a really big partner in helping me prototype things, work things out and get this moving, which is which is great to have that kind of relationship with the people that make your product. Takes a lot for someone to pause their work that keeps the lights on every day and try something. So I had to find a medium guy who was willing to take this on. So that took quite a bit of time. And it Happily, the end result was this great manufacturer that's hyper-local to where I am. And The result of all that prototyping led to her first product. A bookcase. It's really strong. Each shelf holds up to 25 pounds. The top has a water-resistant coating on it, so if you forget a coaster, it's not going to ruin the product. We just launched five new colors, so that's really fun. Taking her background in the paper products industry with past gigs at Kimberly Clark and Leo Paper, Dara put her MBA to work. One of her first steps, 
creating the brand. Basically, I wanted something that emphasized the material that the furniture was made out of because that's kind of the whole point of the company. I wanted to keep it broad because in the future, I don't necessarily only want to do corrugated cardboard. I want to do other paper-based materials. So that's kind of where Build Out of Paper came from. And then I really wanted there to be kind of like a balance between like the fun and the matter of fact. So that's where Boop came from. And then the logo is actually Origami Fortune Teller, just to play on the fact that like a two-dimensional piece of paper can be folded into something that is three-dimensional and has like a totally different utility. Along the way, Dara has picked up a ton of new skills. In terms of challenges, it has been very challenging to be basically a solo entrepreneur and figure out how to do stuff that I didn't previously think was in my wheelhouse. So, for example, the social media, designing the website, the advertisements, the digital marketing. I mean, these are things that I never even thought about before I started this endeavor. In today's world, brand storytelling includes an emphasis on social media. And we were really drawn to Dara's thoughtful, artistic, and kind of quirky Instagram vision. There's lots of pastel colors, complimenting cardboard, and funny puns. I call it paper-based entertainment. So it's obviously shots of the bookcase product, which now there'll be a lot more of that we have the colors. And then it's just like other cool things that are made out of paper. So whether that be somebody's artwork, which there's some really incredible paper artists out there, or whether it's just paper out in the wild in your daily life. Tone for it is I just want it to be quirky and, and fun, kind of just like the brand. Her Instagram showcases a lot of different paper products from lobsters to boom boxes, perhaps hinting at what's next. So the next product will likely be a very large scale piece of artwork that goes in a cardboard frame. So the idea being that you can have like a statement piece that like hangs above your sofa for less money than traditional artwork would cost. And you don't have to put any nails in your wall when you're hanging it up. You can just stick it up on the wall. And I think the possibilities with collaborating with artists to make different prints and things like that are are just huge, which is exciting for me because I love to consume art. And then after that, tables, some side tables, a coffee table. I know personally, I lived without a coffee table my entire time in New York. And then we'll move into some more exotic chairs, which is I mentioned earlier that a bookcase was actually a difficult thing to do. A chair is a surprisingly easy thing to do. So I actually have a stool right now that has supported a 350-pound man. And then in the way, 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 way future, I really want to try to tackle some of the bulkier, more difficult items like, dare I say, a bed or a couch. <laughs> so interestingly, you know, like every industrial design program and other types of programs, they'll do like an entire class in cardboard, where that's just the whole purpose of the class is to design things in cardboard to get a feel for the material. In the future, I'd love to bring somebody on board like that, just because you don't know what you don't know. The possibilities for the things that we can make are just mind blowing. We're interested in auditing one of those cardboard classes. Hey, Georgia Tech, would you let us in to the School of Industrial Design? We'll stop by to see what the students create. It's a little bit like 
Burning Man in a way where they'll build a tremendous structure out of cardboard, like the size of like a three-story building. People do a lot of costume type stuff out of it. Lots of furniture, masks is a big one. Craziest things have built out of cardboard. Like try Googling it for a while and you'll go down an insane rabbit hole and then send me the picture so I can repost. There are people out there who are just such artists and they take a material and they just create something that you never would have dreamed was possible. And I think cardboard is an amazing material for that. So we did go home and Google it. And we found fun headlines like 21 pieces of furniture made from cardboard. Yes, seriously. And cardboard furniture for the dorm room and beyond. And the Pinterest boards are aesthetically awesome. There's everything from cardboard rocking horses to dog houses to luggage. So the possibilities for where Dara and built out of paper are headed are endless. In a year from now, I definitely want to have a full line of products, really fleshed out and interact with one another. So you'd potentially be able to maybe not furnish your entire apartment with boot furniture, but a good portion of it. I'd like for them to be more modular so that you can kind of mix and match. And a personal dream of mine is blanket a New York City subway car with my advertisements. I think that would be just a a tremendous goal for me to achieve. Now, Built Out of Paper is available nationwide after launching in Atlanta initially. Her basic color, Nude, currently retails for $50 and the colorful designs for $56. In scaling, Dare has even managed to turn the skeptics into super fans. And people have their own preconceived notions about cardboard. They get an Amazon box every week and they think that it's kind of this throwaway material. But the people who have had that attitude have been the biggest supporters of the idea once they actually get it and put it together. And they're just really impressed at the seamlessness of how it goes together and then the strength of how much it can hold. Dara is grateful to have a strong support network from her friends and family. Because I realize how lucky I am to have somebody who's able to support me financially and emotionally while I try this crazy thing. In addition, she has the support of the Atlanta startup community. She was accepted into the Atlanta VC Pathways program presented by Village Capital and UPS and is seeking to raise a seed round for her fully bootstrapped company. I know that I'm looking forward to seeing a bookcase at our podcast launch party. Dara will be bringing one with her when she speaks on our panel on June 20th at WeWork Colony Square. Part of her vision for what's next for her brand incorporates a social impact mission. So we're going to help her get started on that by voting on which Atlanta nonprofit will receive a built-out-of-paper bookshelf donated by Dara to that organization. So be sure to RSVP to get your vote in and join us for a celebration at the podcast lunch party, RSVP at bit.ly forward slash pnp620. Oh, and if you want to buy your own boop bookshelf, go to builtoutofpaper.com and enter code PEACH at checkout for a 20% discount. Thanks for listening to Peach and Prosperity. If you like what you've heard, give us a rating in the iTunes store and follow Adventures on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Facebook.